And we're back for another episode of the Ball Game Podcast. What up, what up? How y'all doing? Hope y'all good. Today we have a very exciting episode where we're going to do a deep dive into the Raptors-Lakers game that just happened. And we're going to take a look at the two teams and how they're performing so far. And so we're literally the first people that are going to take a bite into this game. Yeah. How about that? Also, we're going to be discussing Philadelphia 76ers and how they're doing. And from there, we're going to see... What? We're just going to have a lot of fun with it from we're, there on. We're just going to have a it's lot of fun. It's just going to be a fun episode near the end. You ready? Yeah, well, you better stay tuned. Let's do it. Get it. Getting right into it. Lakers-Raptors just happened with obviously Raptors, you know, getting the win over them. Getting the dub. But Shut be- up the six. <laughs> Before we jump right Drake into curse it, coming through. Before we jump right into it, I just want to do a dissection of where the Lakers were before this game. There, a quick recap, recap of the game, and from there we can move on to see what happened exactly. Sure, 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 show, so, for show. Before the game, we heard LeBron talking about Ingram. How he's like, he saw the Instagram post, Young yeah. King coming in. He posted that dunk on Nurkic, and man, LeBron just hates Nurkic, doesn't he? <laughs> I mean, he dunked on him last year. He dunked on him nasty last year. To be honest, that was like a contender for dunk of the year last year. Of course. Uh, except Yanis was a freak and he had to just yeah. jump over. Was it Tim Hardaway? Yeah. He jumped over Tim Hardaway last year. Also, that Jared Allen dunk over Laurie Markin in last year. That was pretty brutal too. No, but Yanis' Yen- dunk was the, was the dunk of the year, right? For sure. But but LeBron actually hates on Nurkic and... Um, that's that's a proven stat now. Yeah, he just like and he posts any propaganda that's like <laughs> against and, Nurkic. That's Nurkic. it. I don't know why. I don't know what Nurkic did. I, I know why. Have you like when they when they always play? Nurkic is always doing these like cheap little tricks. He's always complaining about foul calls and like it's always against LeBron, right? Man. So like I think LeBron gets fed up with that kind of behavior, especially when it goes. I don't up know. Him. I don't know if that's it. But anyways, Brennan Ingram dunks it on Nurkic. Yeah. So LeBron like, positive is vibes with Ingram. Static, yeah. Right? And he's then, calling him like the young coming up. Yeah, young. King. He's here already. You yes, know, sir. he doesn't have to. That's that's his superstar. That's the kind of image he's bringing up. Yes, and you sir. know, he's showing leadership there. He's uh, he's giving a lot of credit to Ingram. And he also gave a lot of credit to Javale McGee, right? Uh, rightly so. Javale McGee has been kind of their, you know, it, like their anchor, their anchor, defensive yeah. anchor, right? Without him on court, like any line, they're you losing put out a there. lot. Like you could already tell the difference. When Javel McGee steps out of the court, it's just they have no rim protection otherwise, right? So it's it goes back to the Cleveland of last year, where no rim protection equals layup drill for the other team, and that's what's happening without Javel on the floor. So I get why LeBron is saying these kind of things about you know McGee. Javel. Why he's calling him a defensive player of the year already? Yeah, you know it makes sense. I like that LeBron's doing this. Yeah. He's coming in. He's uh, providing a lot of positivity around the team. Yeah. He's giving these guys a little more confidence boost. Yeah. And they just beat a team that they lost to, like, yeah, what, Portland. two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. that was like, the first game of the season the for them. Lost, yeah. yeah um, away, too. Away, yeah. yeah. Was, so that's, big, that's a huge big win, props, right? Big props. Especially this oh. is a team that's going to be contending for a playoff spot, right? Also, Blazers have uh, beaten Lakers for the past 16, 17 matches. Yeah. So, you know, so that was, that it's, was a, a curse. it's a good win for the franchise overall, right? So that, the I'll, franchise is going in the right direction. Yeah. We're seeing a lot of positivity. Uh, there was also that Luke Walton, yeah, Magic Johnson. You know, Magic up. Johnson came up and yeah. he he closed the deal on that. He's like, he's not gonna get fired. He's not. We're not sacking him until until or unless unless uh, unless something Ooh. drastic happens. Right. Speaking of drastic, it today was brutal. 
it like okay it like okay it was pretty brutal i'm not gonna lie like watching it like it was sad it was sad you know what as a as a raptors fan uh, as a raptors fan it was it was a lot of fun to watch for me um i hate the raptors you you hate the raptors yeah. because that's our city, man. Well, how you gonna hate on the Raptors? Anyways, Look, I don't hate the Raptors. I think they're a great team. You like, just hate the fans. I hate you the hate fans. The, you hate the fans. Uh, Raptors have to have one of the most toxic fan bases out there. I think Boston has the worst fans for sure. Um, and maybe maybe Raptors are top five, but the Warriors. Top, I think top two. I think the, the Warriors, Lakers. The Lakers are up there. Yeah, but you know what? When it comes to bad fans, the War- Laker fans don't even classify as Laker fans. They're just majority of them are just Kobe fans, right now. At least that, like, that's the majority on, on social media. Part of being a Laker fan is being a Kobe fan, right? No, because the Laker uh, Kobe fans don't want LeBron to succeed. Like they want to yeah. see LeBron fail. Well, so Kobe, never... Kobe Laker fans. But like, if you're a Laker fan, if you're a fan of like the franchise since the beginning, yeah, okay, you like to see the success. Okay, but we're we're getting off topic now. Yeah, so yeah, for sure, Lakers versus Raptors. Uh, there was a lot of um, obviously the key issue was defense. Derek. And honestly, even offense, right? Like offense, yeah, I mean, yeah. that, that don't work for the Lakers. Though. Not today, like the their shots weren't awful. hitting, right? What shots? <laughs> they weren't running any offensive plays. There, there was nothing. Defensive here, right? assignments went out the window right away. And credit, we'll give credit where it's due. Raptors came in with a solid game plan. Yeah, right. LeBron even said in the post game interview, they punched us right in the mouth right from the get go. You and know they were, they were ready. Raptors the, were ready. Raptors were ready for it, right? That first quarter was brutal to watch, right? The first quarter, yeah, and then just they didn't have an answer for Serge Ibaka, and I think I think that was the biggest point, and that's one thing that the Lakers will have to get accustomed to, is that right now the difference between this year and last year, yeah, last year when teams went to LA when they played the Lakers, they didn't get to a hot start because it never really mattered whether they got to a hot start. Or not because yeah. they could always catch up and then they could always end For up sure. with a with a strong end. But now that LeBron's on there, now that LeBron's on there, the Lakers are literally targeted. Yeah, right. Especially with the Raptors, like the whole Raptors against so, LeBron situation. Teams don't want to see uh, Lakers in the uh, in the playoffs. They don't want to see them because they don't want to see LeBron in the playoffs. They, right? Exactly. Right. And then and then teams in the West feel disrespected because. Uh, there's a lot of teams in the West, like the Clippers came out at the uh, the beginning of the season. They were saying that, oh, how are you going to disrespect us? Right. We're, we're the better team in L.A. Right. Like, Lakers are not even the better team in L.A. Just because they got LeBron, yeah. I don't mean nothing. Yeah. Obviously, the Lakers are already better than the Clippers. I, I can already say that. Yeah. It's just that there's teams like Portland, like OKC. Right. Uh, teams like the Grizzlies, that like the Nuggets, that felt massively disrespected. Because everybody was set, like like Minnesota, because everybody was set on New Orleans. Just the list goes on. Just because Look, the, LeBron the so joined deep. LA, yeah. But teams like that are coming in hot to prove a point. Yeah. And the Lakers now, like the young guys, they just have to get ready to the point where they got to realize that every game is going to be a big game. That For they're sure. going to go and they're going to get hit hard right away. So they got to be ready to hit hard back. Or take that punch. So speak, and they haven't been able to do that. Speaking to that point, right? I think individual play. We've I've talked about this before on the podcast. Individual play hasn't been so bad, right? On an offensive end, Kuzma. You know, like when he runs his plays, he's doing good. He's scoring. When Ingram does his thing, he's doing his thing. Lonzo, he does his thing. Individual play is not the problem. 
something is going on where they are not able to run offensive plays properly that is just like lackluster, right? It's more iso ball. And you hate to see a team that is this athletic, this young, to be relying on iso ball. That long too, yeah. I agree. Um, It comes down to the point guards and LeBron's, uh, you know, uh, calling out plays. He's a point forward. Yeah, yeah, pretty much that's exactly what it is. And LeBron's got to realize when to take charge. I think right now... He hasn't been doing that. Like he's been, he's. Been, I think it's because he's in that transition state, right, where he's not sure whether he should just let the young guys try to get yeah, it, get some confidence, you know, like at the beginning of the game, yeah, like, or if he should, you know, just because he's been having better second halves, yeah, right, yeah, for sure. Um, and he's just thinking, oh, maybe I should give it to Kuzma right now. Maybe I should go to Ingram, try to run a play for him, try to run a play for that, yeah. Um, instead of just. LeBron, like sometimes it just feels like maybe LeBron should just be LeBron, should just take off and lead by example, kind of thing, right? And then everybody will just follow. Right? I th- I think LeBron knows what he's doing, right? Obviously, I, adjustments will will need to happen. I think right? I think he's doing this this early on in the season, where he's allowing players to do their own thing and to like you know manage their own like plays and whatnot, just because he wants to see who stands out, right? Who's here and who's ready to play, right? Because he wants to see that whoever's here to play will stay. And whoever's not, you're getting shipped out for somebody else. That's true. Because, But I think here's the two main reasons. One, you got LeBron and he's all about winning. I don't care what people say that like, oh, he's just going to Lakers for movies. No. And two, you have Magic Magic Johnson. Yeah. Magic Johnson, this guy's a winner. Not only in like his professional basketball career, but even like outside of it, his business career. He's all about winning. And like in that initial Luke Walton quote where he's like, you know, he talked to him and he's like, you got to step it up, you know. He, he, Magic Johnson knows what he's doing as well. So I think there like there needs to be more of a solidif- like solidification or whatever of like the team. But I think we're talking about offense right now, and Magic Johnson wasn't hinting at offense. But based on what it sounded, right, I think he was hinting more about defense. Offensively, I think both have been trash. Offensively, they're second in the league in scoring. Look, right, and in pace, they're up there. But, so I think offensively, it's not been the problem. It's defensively when JaVale McGee steps out, when they go small. Is this even the best lineup for them defensively? They have offensive-minded guys like Kyle Kuzma, right, right. Um, Brandon Ingram. LeBron is not a defensive player anymore, not in the regular season. He doesn't want to try hard in defense. Right. So there's a, a lot of more offensive plays. And they're a young team. I think as a young team, they just believe that they can outscore you. But here's the thing. But when, they're not disciplined enough to defend. When they're scoring, like... Although some offensive plays are being run, it's not all the time, right? There's too much reliance on Rondo and LeBron kind of like using their finesse and using their IQ to get the plays running, right? I don't see a lot of cutting from the young players, which you should be able to. You have young legs, you know, you should be able, running up and down, like no problem, right? I get why LeBron and Rondo don't run as much in offense, but like, you know, they're running the plays. Yeah, but that could go easily back to the fact that you got to lead by example, right? For sure, right? Um, and then the like going back to defense, and I think that is the biggest issue again. For sure. Like Lakers have lost leads, and then again going back to the young mentality. Yeah. 
are those young guys, they got to know how to play meaningful minutes. By that, what I mean is that now that you're up 20 against Portland, when you're up 19 against the Mavs, you don't want to lose that lead. Like, even though you're up, you still got to finish. You got to close, right? You you don't want LeBron coming back in the middle of the fourth because you lost that 19-point lead against the Mavs, for example. Yeah. Or against Portland. That was close for no reason. Yeah. You literally went on a 16 nothing run. Like when you compare. You were up 20 points. When you compare it to a team like Golden State, right? When they're up 20 points in the fourth quarter. That's it. That's it. Curry, Durant, Clay, Draymond, you're sitting down now and bring on the bench unit. Exactly. Because they are disciplined enough to run it. And then that's what it comes down to, right? Like defensively, as young team, can you play those meaningful minutes? Can you play those defensive or do you have defensive lapses where you just ignore it and you just think, oh, we're up 20, it doesn't matter. But you know what? Um, wait, wait, do you think this is on the players or do you think this ultimately like should be the coach? Like uh, the responsibility of the coach? Because as a coach, you're supposed to be delegating properly the roles of like for defense plays, right? And you're supposed to... I see what you're saying, yeah. Right? Like one, like, you know, like sure the players should be stepping up, but also as a coach, you know, if you see someone not trying on defense, take him out tell them what's going on wrong or like review film over. They're probably doing that, but I don't know. Like it's not appearing yet. The results are not But, uh, but I think the biggest problem with that is they haven't been able to find the best lineup, the best formation, or even the best bench to come out with the, or the best team to end to finish the game. Yeah. Those three combinations, uh, they haven't been able to find that those best, like five guys to be on the court. To get the most out of defensive-minded uh, players. Well, I know what their worst lineup is. And it's going to be Lonzo Ball. It's when they go really small. Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, LeBron, Kuzma, and Stevenson. Yeah, that's a terrible team. <laughs> on on average, like that team is minus 28 points. Okay. What's, the, what's statistically, what's their best lineup? Okay, like their best lineup is kind of like slanted. It's like Caldwell Pope, Josh Hart, Rondo, Stevenson, and Zupak. But like limited minutes right yeah but like their actual best lineup is when it's like lonzo ball josh hart james kuzma and mcgee so not not ingram and that makes sense doesn't it what do you think doesn't that make sense to like you don't do you really need both kuzma and ingram on the floor no you don't right i think or or is it just because those are your better two guys so you play them or does it make more sense to have a guy that doesn't need the ball, who just catch and shoot, like Josh Hart, and is more defensive-minded? When Josh Hart came to the league, he came through his defense, yeah. right? And then he built on that three-point shot. Yeah. So maybe it's actually better to play with Josh Hart. Right. Right? Yeah. What do you think? I Honestly, this is like... But you know what? What do you think of Tyson Chandler coming in? It's gonna be huge for them, but it's gonna like slow down their pace even more, right? But it's it's not. He's coming in for that leadership, right? He's coming in for the for that leadership, but they're also gonna need him from the second unit, right? Yeah, and I think I think more or less like he's not gonna be expected to play a lot of games for sure. He's just gonna be a locker room presence, yeah, and that's gonna better the Lakers in general, yeah. Just in the side that you know, you be there. Yeah, you should do this. Um, you know, somebody who has a ring, obviously the guy that beat, it's just funny seeing all these guys that played against LeBron, just yeah. play with LeBron yeah. now. It's, I don't know. It's yeah. just a little weird. On the other like side of this game was Raptors, right? We, we spoke to them and we said, you know, they came out 
running from the gate, right from the get go. Yeah. Right. What do you think? What do you, what do you think about this team? Right. Like I like the Raptors. Um, the what, coaching, what's their strengths and what do you think their weaknesses are? Their co- the coaching is um, imp- has improved a lot offensively. I think they just look better. I think the biggest thing they've done, uh, other than obviously adding Kawhi Leonard, it has been, uh, and Danny Green, obviously, uh, people just forget that Danny Green's playing and he's killing it right now. But they're playing either Surge or JV, depending on matchup. They're not starting both. They're just playing. They're just sticking with one. So, for example, right. today, the the report showed that Surge would eat. More than JV if if Serge started, yeah, and Serge went fourteen for fourteen, right? Serge killed it, right? He was unstoppable. Twenty points in the first, most points that Serge ever scored in a quarter ever. Well, I mean, he got his career high today, right? Yeah, um, there was that. In general, we're seeing better Kyle Lowry point guard yeah. movements. Yeah, um, there's him like he's leading the league in assists right now, right? There's him passing. He's being creative with it. He's getting more of the ball right. rather than, you know, getting DeMar to lead the offense and then getting DeMar to try and get passes right. where DeMar didn't feel really comfortable with that. Sure. Um, Adam Danny Green has been huge where they, you just get somebody who just spots up and shoots. And right? defensive. defensively, he's, he's been, been amazing, huge. right? Yeah. but And he provides great length. But I think you brought this up, the coaching, right? Yeah. What do you think of the about the coaching? The coaching. So this is this is what I'm going to compare it to, right? When Steve Kerr came to the Golden State, right? Yeah. They were already a great team. They won a lot of games, right? But he was able to kind of give them a more refreshing perspective to how pl- how to play the game, and from there on, they were able to succeed on a whole different level. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And this is what I think about Toronto's new coach, right? Granted, you know, last year they had a great coach, and obviously he won Coach of the Year. Right, but this year is just more. Nick ref- Nurse, yeah. yeah, Nick Nurse has been more refreshing. He's been able to utilize his players better, and he's definitely running way more offensive plays. Right, and we see that. Right, like they're cutting in through, they're running, they're dishing it out through the three, they're running through the paint. The it, ball movement has been really nice it, for it, sure. Like to watch that team, it's like really, really like it's exciting. It's, it's exciting. Fun to watch. Right? It's yeah. a fun team to watch. You still have that cohesion. Yeah, from you last year. You still have that teamwork. You yeah. still have that bench. Now that adding squad. Kawhi and Danny Green, more defense, right? And you add a new coach who's able to give you a different perspective on how to play basketball. Yeah, right? I think I think what's been impressive is that how quick uh Nurse has been able to adjust for sure to a starting co- like to a coaching position yeah. rather than an assisting mm-hmm. position which which has been great i mean honestly good for them yeah. i hope to see more of the raptors for sure yeah I, just one last thing before we move on for the raptors right i i see that uh Kawhi, you know he's missing games here and there right yeah but they're still able to win these games that's yeah now do you credit this more to like, you know, the coach kind of being able to utilize his players better? Or like, do you think it's just like, they're just that great of a team that they're able to win? I think that that's a system that they're in right now. Yeah. Allows them to plug in right. a player. Plus uh, like the play that they're getting in mm-hmm. is OG into the starting lineup. So you're taking Kawhi and mm-hmm. bringing in Kawhi Jr. Mm-hmm. That's, that's literally what it is. For sure. Obviously he's not as good as Kawhi offensively or defensively, sure, yeah. but but we're talking about a guy who's also low maintenance, yeah. um, doesn't like to express a lot, plays hard defense, right. 
and does the hard work, makes the runs, makes the cuts, makes takes the wide open threes, shoots them, knocks them down, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for the Raptors. But the the thing that you were bringing up earlier today that you were saying that this could take away from his MVP chance. Yeah, for sure, uh, right? Like missing all these games. You can't yeah. miss that many games and like also like be an MVP contender, right? You yeah. have to play a certain number of games for you to be in contention. Yeah, it's you just know, fact. Uh, it's true, but they're still sitting him out back to back and a precaution is nice. And I think ultimately what the Raptors want to do is yeah. they want to be gentle with Kawhi yeah. in the hopes that like, oh, now you see that we're, we've been so good to you. Yeah. Come resign with us. Yeah. Also, yeah. I think, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm just excited to see what this team has to offer. I hope, you know, it's only regular season and Raptors have always been good for the regular, regular season, season. Yeah, for the right. past like six years, five years. They feel a little different. Yeah. So we have to see and hold off to the, you know, playoffs to see what they're truly capable of. But you know, we all won. Yeah. Let's go. Coming up next, though, we're going to be discussing Philadelphia and what's going on with that team. Joel Embiid versus Drummond. And, hey, what do you think about this, Ahmed? I think it's good. All right. Let's do it. So, Philadelphia has been a really interesting team this year. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. They're 6-0 and at home. Oh, no, no, no. And what are they? What's their away record right now? Um, Wait, hold up. Aren't they 6-5? and five? Like, in total. In total. Well, at home, they're 6-0. and So, you're saying they're 0-5? Away. away. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, damn. So, <laughs> that like, here's my reasoning for this, right? They have a lot of role players and young guys, right? And you know we know the we know the rule: role players do better at home. Okay, right? That that's fair, right? While away, you know, they're just like not as confident. You know, Markel is not feeling himself as much, and like maybe JJ, JJ Redick is, yeah, like Covington Simmons is turning the ball over a bit more away. You know, like yeah, Embiid's not as hot, and like it's just I think that's the main reason like they have this kind of record, but. This is not sustainable for a so-called top team in the East. Yeah, you know what? I think, again, similar case with the Lakers. Uh, people understand what the Philadelphia 76ers are now. Uh, they saw their success in the playoffs, and they know that if they need to beat uh, the 76ers, they have to be on their A game. Yeah, And so teams have been getting prepared, reading the scouting reports, reading, um, getting... Uh, watching the videos, watching the tapes. So they're just getting ready for that team right. differently than they did before. And it will take some adjustments for the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. Uh, you touched on it as well. The the role players just play better at home. Yeah. And uh, today, for example, like in the first half, I think Embiid only had eight touches yeah. or eight shots. Yeah. Um, against which the Nets. Is, against the Nets, yeah. right? Like, Embiid loves to eat, and that's that's your number one player, but there's been so many turnovers, trying to get the ball to him, trying to force the issue. You just got to play smarter ball. You just got to calm it down. Don't you think Ben Simmons has been underwhelming this season so far? Granted, like, he gets a triple-double here and there, you know? You know, the other day, he got a quadruple-double uh, like with, uh, with turnovers. With turnovers, 11, 11 turnovers, yeah. Yeah, that was against Kawhi. Yeah. Uh, which is not, I mean... Shout the, out the claw. Shout out the claw real quick. Shout out the six. Shout um, out the six. Shout out Drake. Oh yeah, oh Champagne yeah. Champagne Poppy. 
um, but yeah, you know what? Like it, it will come down to Ben Simmons. He has to get more familiar with the role. And um, honestly, they lost some key players. Uh, they they lost some leadership, some veterans. Uh, Marco Beninelli. Yeah, they lost him. Elisova. Yeah, they lost him. Yeah, uh, and they haven't replaced them, right? And again, those are uh, space shooters. They open the floor a little bit, and they're veteran guys. Like they're there to take care of the team. Locker room presence, you know. Exactly. Like, yeah, there's that. Also, like I just want to say. As a rookie of the year candidate, Ben Simmons really has to step it up this year. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's really underperforming as a rookie of the year. You know, like for the year 2018, 2019. Yeah, like if he wants to win it this year again, like he has to step it up. I think he will. Um, the the issue has been in turnovers. Where they're they're eleventh in turnovers right now. Yeah, behind teams like the Suns, the Atlanta, like the Nets. Yep. Throwing, throwing the Warriors just because they're they're reckless as hell during the regular season. Yeah, you know what? I don't. The Warriors are that. They don't. I don't, I don't. I don't worry about them. Yeah. What do you think? Of, what do you think of the Kyle Korver situation? Um, they've been they've been rumored to want to trade him. Wanted to get Kyle Korver. Yeah. What do you think of that? Look, uh, why not? You know that team desperately needs more three point shooters, right? Why not? There isn't enough three point shooters this year. Having Embiid as technically your best three point shooter. Is horrific, you know, like that should not be a stat. Well, you have Reddick, but as from your starting lineup, you need somebody else, right? Maybe that's just how good Embiid is. Yeah, no, you don't want your seven foot to be like taking the last shot, or and you don't want JJ Reddick to be taking your last shot either. Why not? Who do you want to take the last shot if you're the 76ers? Is Jewel ideally, it was supposed to be Markel Falls, but something no? happened. What? No, something happened, right? You know, like God knows what happened with his like shooting form. Yeah, he he's sick in college at three. Yeah, you know what? Just generally hitting him. Yeah, yeah. you're right. But uh, they just got to get hot. They just got to get hot. I, but I you know what? I, I don't think this I is be, the I year believe for Philly, it. by the way. To what? To do anything. Yeah, no, they won't do a lot. Um, I think they're still the top teams in the East. They'll, are they'll get into the Raptors. playoffs. No worries. Like, the Raptors whatever. and the Celtics are still the teams to beat in the East. And Stop I think... it. Don't don't disrespect the Bucks. Okay, fine. We've I'll been give, over this. I'll, I'll, I'll give the Bucks some love. They're I'll eight and Yann. one. I'll give Yanis Antetokounmpo some love. They're eight and one. That was a nasty ass dunk. I'll give him that. Give Look, him that. anybody who is disrespecting the Bucks. By the way, I got into the most disgusting debate on our Instagram page with the Raptors fan about how Raptors are so much better than Bucks. Raptors fans, y'all gotta chill, man. You know, you have some sort of weird complex where you have to prove that your team is good, and like, you know, just relax, enjoy your team. You know, watch them, but don't force it down everybody's throat that you're the best. You know, it's disgusting. I hate it. Hey, man, if you're not forcing it down, then then it ain't working. Oh God, that's just how it goes, normal. Um, Spe- so, oh, speaking of Philly, Joel no, versus Drummond. Oh man, come on, come let's on. go. That man, that was a lot of fun to watch. What? It's so much disrespect. Andre Drummond, three fouls. What one point? I think or zero points and a half or. I not correction. Three fouls, one point at halftime. Joel Embiid, thirty points at half. Let's go, baby. Thirty-two points at half. Let's go, Joel Embiid. Yeah, but eating. Look, listen, man. Joel just is a hungry boy. Yeah, and he reminds Drummond me a lot of Shaq. You know? Andre Andre Drummond is just breakfast. He reminds me a lot of Shaq, where he's just he's like just dominant, disrespectful. Like he doesn't care about the other center. You know, he'll make fun of you. Like he's ready, right? He wants to get in your head because Andre Drummond is. Not that good. 
okay, stop it. Yeah, Dre, Dre is good. Okay, compare. Comp- okay, top five centers in the in in the league. Okay, Dre's not there. Joel, Joel, uh, AD, AD, Carl Anthony Towns. Okay, I'd even put um, Demarcus Cousins if Al he's Horford. healthy, and Al Horford. Um, Did Javale McGee? Would you put him in there? Javale McGee. Uh, honorable mention. Honorable honorable mention. Javale McGee. For so far, uh, honorable okay, mention uh, Javale McGee. We we won't let go of what he's jo- done. I'd I'd take DeAndre Aiden over Andre Drummond right now. DeAndre Jordan. There's so many better guys. Willie Collistein. No, I'm kidding. But you can see what happened. Joel Embiid literally has real estate properties. He's building he is, that that Instagram. Look, he's, oh my he's god, he's an up. Look, so if Drummond doesn't swing in the next match, yeah, that's Drummond's beta. Yeah, yeah, no, Drummond's beta. You gotta swing, right man. He's just gotta take take the feet, take the fine, whatever, man. Whatever you gotta do, man. Just, you gotta you gotta, you gotta swing, man. You gotta man. start. Your you, manhood's online, you know. Yeah, literally, this guy posted for those who didn't watch, it, didn't know what happened on Instagram. Joel posted a picture of him against Joel. Yeah. And then and then swipe and right, swipe right. You he, see him building the, the bricks, bricks yeah, collecting bricks. He's got houses in there. And then you see him building a house. Oh my, my god. god! Oh come and on! And then bro. the story of and Andre Drummond dancing to the most, dancing. most sus song. By that, the way, that looks sus. Yeah. Oh my and god! Then, what are you doing? What Andre was the Drummond? caption? Mood. mood, 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 just mood. Oh my, just mood. He's just shitting on Andre. Okay, but, while, spe- while we're talking on tra- trash talk, okay, okay, give it to me. Your favorite trash talk moment of all time, man. There's a lot in recent times. Ah, I gotta think about this one. In recent times, um, do you remember Draymond Green against uh, Paul Pierce? Where 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 they don't where, love where, you where, like Kobe? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where, you where ain't Paul, Kobe? Yeah, you ain't Kobe. Where Paul Pierce just uh, comes up to Blake Griffin? He's oh like, he's God. like, he can't guard you. You're too big. And then. Um, and then Draymond just in the it's a free throw, right? Uh, I think Blake Griffin is shooting a free throw, and then he's like, "Yo, Paul Pierce, shut it! What do you think this is? This ain't no fair world tour." Yeah, you ain't Kobe. They don't love you like that, and they don't. They and they don't. He's yeah. right. <laughs> he's not Kobe. He ain't. Ah, so man, that was that was sick. Um, obviously we got to talk about like trash talkers. We're talking MJ. Yeah, this guy literally hits free throws with his eyes closed, putting yeah. like I got. 50 on the line, 50k on the on this free throw, easy money, easy money. Do you remember right? the Matumbo finger wag? Yeah, the when he dunked it yeah. and he did the Matumbo. Oh, yeah. let's no, go! No, 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 you know, Larry Bird's up there. Yeah. Gary Payton, Gary Payton's literally known for not showing up. So yeah. this guy's the definitely glove, up man. there. Love was so um, sick. We're talking KG, man, KG and Mellow. Yeah, for sure. That beef, with, bro. Do you know what KG said to Mellow? What did he say? KG said, "Your wife." Tastes like honey nut Cheerios. Oh hell no, nah, man! That guy went after the man's wife, <laughs> and he's like, "Your wife." Uh, Melo got so mad mid game that he almost won. They had to get separated after the game. Yeah, Melo was outside of the locker room waiting yeah. for KG. Yeah, yeah. Man, KG just builds houses in people's homes. Yeah, yeah. KG, man, I that's like mentality. It, man. I, I like love it. I love it. Things, man. I just love gotta it. get into players' heads. I love it. There's the whole Reggie Miller. Yeah, joke. The choker, yeah, yeah. And then what? What about you, man? What do you like? What? Look, you, what, man? That, those man, Reggie Miller, man. That's that's my top. My top. My favorite. Reggie Miller choke. New York Knicks. When anybody says trash talk or like some sort of disrespectful moments in the NBA, my mind skips to LeBron dunking on Jason Terry and just tearing him down. 
didn't even have to say anything. Just that stare down is so disrespectful. Like, come on, man. Like, how how is that not in there? That's, that's king material right there. And my second one is when the whole uh, Terry Rozier versus Eric Bledsoe. Oh, that. That. Look, we that remember right there. Eric, that's top quality memes right there. An interviewer uh, during the playoffs last year asks Eric Bledsoe, oh, Terry Rozier, you know, like, he's been good against you, right? He's like, he's dropping buckets. Who the fuck is that? Right? Who that? Who that? Who that? Next game, Terry Rozier shows up wearing a Drew Bledsoe, the NFL player. Yeah. Jersey to the to the game. Oh, who that now? Who that now? Oh, who that? Oh, who that now? Oh, oh, oh and guess what? Terry Rozier was dropping buckets. Oh, he did drop buckets. And, uh, Scary wasn't that, Terry. Wasn't that one game where he just stepped back? Yes, Eric sir. Eric Bledsoe gets lost. Range three. Yes, sir. Game. Man, Terry Rozier was nasty in the playoffs last year. Yes, sir. That, that I'll give you that. Yeah, man. that's that's the best, most recent one. Yeah, I'll give you. Uh, well, obviously, outside of the whole Andre Drummond. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh man, so MVP. many. Uh, look, I'm I'm a big fan of the trash talk. I need more of it in the league. I I, I seen some NBA fans already on Insta and Reddit. They're like, oh, you know, it's not good for the league. It's not healthy. Shut up. You know what I like too? Shut up. <laughs> you know what I like too? Hecklers. Like like fans getting mad at the players. Yeah. Remember last you, year? You, you got to be careful. As a heckler, you got to be careful. You know? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. talked about the uh, Damian Lillard moment where that fan is like, oh, you trash because he's only had like six points in the half and then he goes drops like 30 Yeah, exactly. Points. Yeah, yeah. You got to be there, careful, man. Remember, remember last year that, that one guy in Philly where he literally just... Two fingers flips off Russell Westbrook. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. And Westbrook is just so confused. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who, Me, you, who is this? Who you, who, who, you, this? who you pointing at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, you talked about those moments you like. Yeah. So you that's what you think? That's how you feel? That's how I feel. So how do you feel about the OKC Thunder? Ooh. Look, I said it before. I'm a OKC fan. This is my team. But they won four in a row now. This is my team. They won four in a I, row. I've seen now. people trash talk Man, them. You got a lot of teams. Huh? No, look, OKC is my team. That's okay. I follow okay. LeBron. So, Milwaukee is my East team. You know, I got, I got a little like camps. You know, okay. I, I'm ready to jump at any moment. You know? he, he ain't never losing. Let's yeah, just. I say ain't it. never losing, dog. I'm in the playoffs. Don't have me. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's go OKC. So they start zero and four. People are saying, oh. Westbrook, oh, Paul George regrets not going to L.A. Here's the thing. Westbrook was gone for the first two games. Comes back, still not uh, fully healthy. Loses the third game. Fourth game, whatever. Then we go win four games in a row. Baby. And we're not even, like, it's not like, oh, lucky wins. We're playing good ball. This is you know what? elite Dennis, basketball. Dennis shooter Against that Wizards game. Bro, John Wall, get out of here. Cry, baby. You know, like you seen that Westbrook yeah. celebration. Ooh, mm. Yeah, I get it, Westbrook. All right, give, what, it, okay, give what, it to me. Houston, you know, Harden's back now. I know man, you're a Houston fan. Man, you got to show Melo love because Melo's putting in work. I ain't you, showing that man love, man. Bro, Melo's going to put you haters As an OKC fan and what he did to me last playoffs, y'all, that, y'all, that man can. Y'all going to eat your words. Nah, Melo going to pull up some numbers. Nah, They're 3-5 nah, 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 now. Nah, they nah, won nah, two nah, in a row now. James Harden has come come back with Chris Paul. Melo's gonna eat, man. No, 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 Man, what do you think about Jimmy Butler's celebrating with the Golden State in Oakland? Yeah, just waving the yeah, towel waving with the, the fans. Towel. Look, man, that was hilarious. Butler's a memer, you know. He, he's about that life, you man, know. I, okay, okay. Is that is that like disrespect? No, like, or is it jokes? It's jokes, man. Man, he hilarious. We've seen NBA players celebrating with the opposing fan base just to like kind of cheese, like, oh yeah, you guys think this is getting on our nerve? Not nah, like this is 
Like, so I get what I, I don't think I'm it's like dis- right disrespectful now. to like towns or anything. I think it's just like, you know, like showing fans like you got whatever you're doing. It doesn't matter. You know, here, I'll, I'll wave my towel with you. Like here. Buddy, that Suck was hilarious. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that was jokes. That was jokes. Okay. Next topic, JR. You know, like he wants, he wants out. But is anybody going to take that man? Man. He's a bum. Yeah. Okay. A okay, bum that's getting paid $12 million. Is anybody taking JR on that contract? No. It, did that one shot. Maybe Suns because they want to like, you know. No. Did that one shot ruin JR's career? Yeah. Man, that moment ruined JR's career for real. I don't know if anybody wants him. I don't know if anybody Why wants would that you contract. Want him, right? And I don't know if he, anybody wants. He is not the player that he used to be. He's not great defensively. Which he was. No, he's, no, no, no. He's no, not a great three pointer anymore. You ain't know, nobody he, great defensively anymore. There's like oh, five man. guys actually good. Anyways, anyways, man, I think there's gonna be a team for Jr. He's a champion after all. Man, stop it. Championship mentality. Stop it. Let's go. All right. What do you think about the Wizards? They've been finally shit. got a win. Second win. They finally got a win. Second win. Yeah, their second win. I think they're not making playoffs. No man, they'll, they'll make playoffs. They'll make a late push. They'll go. They'll Wizards go on the are not same making run. playoffs. They'll go on the same run. Man, the East is so bad. The East is so bad. They'll make playoffs. Wizards are not make playoffs. They'll make playoffs. There's man. so much toxicity in that team. Yeah, you between know, John Wall and adding Dwight Howard on top of that. Oh my God, yeah, they bunch of children. But I feel bad for Wizard fans. Man, yeah, but you know what? They'll figure it out. They'll make playoffs, but they won't do anything. That's that's just exactly how it's gonna end. Yeah. But you know what? Screw the Wizards. Screw the Wizards. Because guess what? We had a podcast. Let's get it, baby. Ball game. Ball game podcast. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening in for this week. Make sure to catch us next week where we'll hopefully be discussing um, power rankings so far. You know? Power. Who's hot? Who's not? Who's going to keep it up? And who's not? I'll tell you who's hot. Us right now. Let's get it, baby. Let's do it. Ball game podcast. Bruce's.